There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cord Dog Yummy Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vent out fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doing, your favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. Now, let me introduce myself. I love to dance, and I'm quite good at it, unlike Jeremy. At least I like to tell myself. It is me, Felipe, and I'm not alone. I am joined by someone who has no candy in him, to my knowledge. William Davis. Will, how are you doing? Uh, actually, I've, uh, we're recording on Easter. I've got plenty of candy in me right now. There is no um, candy in me, though. I have yeah. eaten a piece of string cheese for. <laughs> I am uh, st- stuck in an invisible box, but uh, <sighs> happy to be here. Happy to have you. And as always, we got our fabulous in credit. She is our favorite skater, as long as her skateboard has the Union Jack on it. It is Navi. Navi, how are you doing? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, number one pro skater here. Uh, I mean, you love Tony Hawk skate, the pro skating game, from what I can guess. Yes, I, I do enjoy the Tony Hawk games. They're a lot of fun. That first Tony Hawk game has such an iconic soundtrack. The soundtracks are amazing on those games. Yes. Really uh, got me into ska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know friend of the podcast, Jay, is having an existential crisis right now with their love of Tony Hawk because they are unsure if Tony Hawk is vaccinated or not and they can't find proof of it. Oh no. But they want to believe that he's vaccinated because he's Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jay does have a big love for Tony Hawk in their experience, but they are also struggling because they would like proof of his vaccination status. Mm-hmm. Um, but how's everyone doing these days? Doing great. It's been a couple of weeks since we chatted. Any anything new in the zoo? No. Any new books you're reading, Navi? Uh no, no books. Just being a weeb and watching Naruto. How? I mean, I mean, we can wait this to the end, but I want to get your Naruto update. How's how's it going? How like if you give it a percentage? How far along on your journey are you? Okay, so I'm on, I just finished the Pain Invasion arc for those who know what that is. So I'm at 175 of Shippuden and the first original Naruto had around 200 episodes, including the filler. And there's 500 episodes of Shippuden. So I'm almost halfway (laughs) through Shippuden. I don't know. I believe in you, Navi. I hope by the end of 2022, we can hear that you have completed your project i i do know that uh i was like i found something on netflix let me send a photo of it to navi and i was like oh wait but i forgot she's doing her naruto minute her naruto run Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, well the main reason i'm doing the naruto thing is so i can watch boruto and see mm -hmm. what his son is up to 
Because I already know what Naruto's been up to, but what's Baruto? It's a basically a spinoff sequel series that follows Naruto's son. Ooh, okay, okay. It's like the Max Goof of Goofy. Yes. No. uh, I sent Navi a screenshot that Code Lyoko is on Netflix, but I was like, I forgot she's doing the Naruto run, um, right now. But yeah. So shall we get into this episode of Phineas and Ferb? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I just want to say this might be the first episode I remember nothing of, like completely both parts. I want to really? say that's not true because I don't know, parts of it I want to say felt familiar, but I could not, like watching everything felt completely fresh. So the I think the general plots of these episodes I did not remember. I... The the Mexican Jewish cultural festival has been indelible in my brain for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, and then this as... is this is the first time they they announced the name of the organization Love Muffin. Those are the two yes, things okay. I remember. Muffin, but I would not have been able to tell you that they come from these episodes. I have lots of thoughts on the Jewish Mexican festival. However, Ole did make me crack. Ole. Ole. There was there yeah there there were a lot it was. Uh, at one point, Candace said "Oi, caramba." Um, yeah. They had the the dreidel maracas. Yeah. And it, uh, Happy yeah. Passover, everyone! It's the couple yeah. days past. Happy Easter, as Will mentioned. So, I mean, Easter. Yeah. I thought you said Weaster. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> I uh, there's an episode of SpongeBob when Patrick's like yeah. East. I thought you said Weast. I don't know. I can't. My SpongeBob memes have been off lately. Like, I know some of them. You know what movie I found out that I was very familiar with, surprisingly? Like, I knew I had seen it a ton, but I could quote so much of it. Emperor's New Groove. Like, mm. I did not know I had that many Emperor's That's New Groove. That's a great Groove movie. Both quotes mm-hmm. in my head. It is a great movie. Um, but, like, my but friend... The theme song is really great, too, from what mm. I understand. K-U-Z-K-O Z-C-O I can't even spell. We'll wow. take the episode. Cusco, away. Cusco, go, go. Go, go. Go, go with this episode deep dive, please. <laughs> uh, so the episode starts uh, Phineas and Ferb are in the garage, but the garage is upside down. Uh, and Lawrence comes in the garage. He's like, Is the garage upside down? And he's like, Yeah, we turned it upside down. We're looking for Ferb's skateboard. And he's like, Oh, is it the one that's got the Union Jack on the bottom? Uh, and they're like, Yep, that's the one. And he's like, All right, come with me. Turn, the, turn this back over and come with me. Uh, and they see that that uh, Ferb had actually left his skateboard in in England. Grandpa Fletcher has it, um, and is is doing lots of tricks on it and, and posting about it on his blog. Blog? Uh, Do you think he was a Tumblr guy? Ooh, maybe. Nice. Um, so the, the this bit was funny because they they find out that. Grandpa Fletcher has the skateboard, so Phineas is like, "Oh well, if you if you uh, left the skateboard there, we can build this complicated machine that will transport any object from anywhere back to us." Uh, and Lawrence is like, "Or you could just build another skateboard." And he's like, "No, we're we're gonna we're gonna build this ridiculous machine." Very 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 like Phineas to be doing the most. Yeah, he's doing the most. Uh, at the same time, uh, uh, Linda comes in, and she's wearing some like this this 
big elaborate Mexican dress. Uh, I th- I think she might have the the dreidel maracas with her at the time, um, but she's tells tells uh, Candace that she's going to uh, celebrate her friend Vivian Garcia Shapiro at the Mexican Jewish Cultural Festival, uh, and she invites Candace to come, but but Candace is is not down. She wants to she wants to bust the brothers. Yeah, she was she was actually pretty pretty close this time. I felt like I was proud of Candace. Yeah. Uh, she yeah she definitely definitely almost got him with this one, uh, but we'll we'll see later. This was a little bit uh, frustrating, like a, a a funnily frustrating reason why why Linda couldn't see it this time. Yeah, no, uh, I loved it. Like, and then it gave me it gave one of the my favorite songs in a minute. Uh, there is no candy in me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Phineas and Ferb are, are testing out the machine uh, and Buford's got a, a an apple on his head and he's like, you can't shoot this apple on, off my head. Okay, uh, William Tell. <laughs> Ferb, Ferb takes a picture of it and, and the way the machine works is if you put a picture of something in the machine, that thing will just teleport to to that thing. So the, the apple teleports off of Buford's head but also some of his hair gets in the picture, so he gets kind of a little buzz cut out of it too. Okay, but how do you, I, uh, me trying to find logic, what if the apple teleporter would have brought all the apples in the world to that, like that looked like that apple? Yeah, I'm guessing it's because it was a picture of that specific yeah, okay. apple is, is the way they do the technology. Love it, love it, love it. Um, but then they they want to uh, try something even um, more crazy, uh, and they want to in in some uh, Mike TV ass shit. Uh, they they transport all of Buford, uh, but but there's like a fly in the picture of Buford, so he like merges with the fly, like in like Jeff Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. I have never seen The Fly. I haven't either. It's just one of those one of those pieces of culture that is is there. Uh, but then they they uh, like install some fly filter and and Buford's totally fine after that. Yeah. Uh, then they then they're like, oh, now it's finally time to get the skateboard back. They take a picture of uh, or they they take the a picture that that. Um, uh, they they took earlier or the the picture posted to the blog. Uh, and and they try to zoom in on the skateboard, but they don't zoom in enough. So so the grandpa's legs are still in the picture, and his legs transport with him. So he's just sitting there without legs for a little while. Mm-hmm. I had so many concerns for Grandpa Fletcher in this moment. Um, like, a okay, is that not painful? I guess if it was a clean thing, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he like gets it reattached, like. How is he gonna fix them? Because he comes back in the future and his legs are fine. Yeah, right? they when, when they send the they send his legs back and they're they're turned around backwards. Yeah, should, yeah. and then also Grandma Fletcher takes out the like wine corks from her nose, like the nose plugs, and then his feet are turned and she doesn't put them back in. Like I'm, I have so many questions, but um, maybe he maybe they washed his feet whenever whenever they. <laughs> They they took them with them. Yeah, man should no. wash his feet more often. 
that just sounds painful. Also, like, get a doctor. Also, I want to know what they thought, like, happened. Like, what they're, were they like, I wonder why this happened? Why me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe they should just suspect that, oh, if we're we're related to Phineas and Ferb, then something wild's going to happen. But no one knows but... about their shenanigans. Actually, no, Lawrence kind of knows about their shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But they should definitely be more concerned. Yeah. Grandpa Fletcher, seek help, please. You should be more concerned about your physical being. Uh, so Isabella comes to the backyard, asks what they're doing. Um, and they're they're doing a big experiment. With, he's, he said we're, quote, doing an experiment with the half pipe and their transporter. And there's this, this huge, huge half pipe. Um, there's a little funny sight gag where it's high enough that a bird could crash into it, but Ferb like pulls this lever to open a trap door for the bird to just fly through so it doesn't crash into the half pipe. Um, but then in in a moment of absolute danger, Ferb like goes off this huge half pipe with nothing planned, uh, like planning to land on nothing. Uh, but then they just get the teleporter to teleport him to the ground yeah. and make him safe. What if Phineas missed the shot? Yeah, the photo? there was no what background if, plan. What if the the thing stopped working and malfunctioned? What if, I don't know, so many what ifs. That could no. be an episode of season two of Marvel's What If. What if Ferb didn't get his What if Ferb thing? died? <laughs> 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 I feel like what if Phineas and Ferb is not a bad idea. Like, Dan mm-hmm. Poffermeyer, I would like some money if you do that, but feel free to take that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you, you see, see the, the? Did you send me the TikTok <laughs> that was the the crossover between uh, Phineas and Ferb and Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, well, should we? Uh, so w- one yeah. of uh, one of Dan Poffermeyer's daughter's friends was the daughter of the creator of Lilo and Stitch, who also oh. does the voice of Stitch. Mm-hmm. So there was there was uh, something where... Uh, like a fifth grade camping trip sort of thing. Yeah, they, they, they were like the chaperones on the camping trip, and they were singing a duet between Doofenshmirtz and Stitch in the characters' voices. Oh, that's awesome. I that's think funny. Stitch would, would uh, fit right in, in Alka. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Agent S. Agent 626, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, then uh, we see, we see Candace um, sees this happen, and, and like us, very concerned that Ferb is going to hurt himself. Uh, so she goes to the, to the cultural festival to convince Linda to come back. Uh, and we get, the, we get the song of the, the Mexican-Jewish cultural festival here. Um, what, do we, what do we think about this festival? Is this offensive? My gut says it's offensive. I mean, especially like the caricature of like the Latin stereotypes that I feel like I can speak on a little bit. Like I mm-hmm. felt like a little, some of those were offensive. I can't speak to the Jewish representation in this moment. I thought it was funny, like the Mexican <laughs> stuff, but like at the same time, I also know there's like, a, there were a lot of like jokes that were like kind of like the easy cartoon TV jokes that they lend mm-hmm. themselves to um i'm curious to wonder like who in the room like was mexican or at least latino and then also who in the creative process was jewish but uh that said like despite the problematic 
nature that I felt I still enjoyed it but it's also like partially my not my culture but like some Latin culture so I feel like difficult feelings to describe yeah I said I like I certainly don't know enough about either of these like it's not as bad as the Bollywood Balji Mm -hmm. episode thing I I I, I will say I do like the idea of being able to celebrate people who come from multiple cultures and and mixed cultures and I and I I would like to think that's the intent behind it um and I like I I don't know enough to know if if these are offensive caricatures or if they're they're closer to a celebration of that um so yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, if if someone if someone tells me that this is this is something horribly offensive, yes, please, please do. Um, yeah, I someone did, from the Mexican Jewish community, hit us up for sure. Um, I can probably find someone in my Mexican friend catalog. I just need to go through, but uh, I did like after I watched the episode last night. I did look it up a little bit. I found this uh, our Judaism thread about uh, the song, and then all I saw was like, oh, it's me, it's me, it's me. Like mm-hmm. in the that was like the responses. Um, there wasn't a ton of responses. Uh, and also, I don't really know how to use Reddit. So I may not have looked that deeply. But yeah, so I think some people, like, I definitely appreciate the representation, like, for those kids that were, like, I remember there was a kid in high school that he used to say he was Jurican because he was Jewish and Puerto Rican. Mm. And mm. I mean, it's like the, <laughs> the pizza bagel thing. Have you, have I said to you that TikTok? Mm, that? Yeah. Yeah, like there is like these people like who have multiple cultures um, just for Navi's context. Uh, there's this woman on TikTok that is people are stitching together the her first quote. Um, and it's like, uh, I'm half Italian, half Jewish. So people call me a pizza bagel. Um, <laughs> and then th- there was one that my friend Anjali sent me that was, uh, 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 I'm, uh, someone stitched it and it's like, I'm half Indian, half Pakistani, so my parents called me 1947 when they got divorced. <laughs> That's a really good joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, but, like, so people are, like, making a meme, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, I, I think the Mexican things are, like, the easy stereotypes that they could have picked, but I also mm-hmm. know they're rooted in Mexican culture, a lot of the stereotypes mm-hmm. um, that, like, I was became... I, I'm fairly sure that Dan Pavanmeyer's wife is... Latina of some sort. I think I think she's Mexican, but I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. I know his daughter is like super ginger mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's I've been on TikTok a couple times with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about his family life otherwise though. But yeah, that's just my thoughts. If anyone wants to give their feedback, we would appreciate it and we will read it on air. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also uh, the weaker song compared to Candy and Me. I, I thought I thought this was a fun song, actually. It was a fun song, but you can't be there is no candy in me. I don't know. But, that the like that has lived around pretty in my mind for almost 24 hours now. Mm-hmm. I think they're both solid. I think they're both solid. Um, let's see. So at the festival, uh Candace keeps trying to rush Linda to come home. Um, but then she's like, oh wait, they have this thing that can that can transport her there. If I can just get a picture of her, then then she'll get transported there. So she gets she gets a picture of Linda and takes it back. Uh, and Linda is like in the process of trying to hit the pinata. Uh, so she's blindfolded whenever she gets teleported back. 
uh, and she she hits a button on on uh, something that causes uh, the machine to explode. So she doesn't actually see the thing, even though she's like st- it, it, she gets teleported through the thing, is standing nearby it, but since she's blindfolded, doesn't see it. Um, yeah. and that's 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 kind of it for the the Finney's and Ferb and Candace plot, I think. Candace was so close. So close. Oh. Uh, I do like when Mrs. Garcia Shapiro, Candace was venting to her. And she was like, have a burrito, Candace. <laughs> a matzo burrito. The matzo nachos in the background of the song. I was like, oh. I'm, I could fuck with some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Lancelot asked me earlier this week, what is a food that has the highest ceiling and the lowest floor? And I feel like nachos Ooh. is a good answer, right? Nachos, nachos is pretty good for for wide range. Pizza can have a pretty low floor too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, w- I was gonna say uh, probably pizza. Yeah, Lancelot said steak, which I could see. I could see that too. Yeah, I, I was also thinking a quesadilla, which I will eat any quesadilla, but uh, like if they're like, there's like great quesadillas, and there's mm-hmm. like. Maybe. I think I think quesadilla will have a a lower ceiling than some of the other things. Mm. Um, it's I, I like I think it has like a, a very healthy good. It's it's easy to make a good quesadilla, or it's it's there are a lot of good quesadillas. It's really hard to elevate that quesadilla past past this is good to like this is something elite. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, someone. We brought up nachos, so I was like, yeah. Let me ask the nachos. That's that's a good that's a good that's a good poll. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had some some uh, what I call I actually I think Sam gave me the term bachelor nachos for for lunch. Are those just like microwave tortilla chips? With yeah, cheese? I yeah. I've never heard that term, but yeah, that's like been a staple of mine since I was yeah, a kid. It's great. Add uh, add some uh, garlic salt to it. It really really elevates it. Garlic mm-hmm. salt, chili powder. Uh, even some tahini if you're feeling tahini, it's great. Tahini al jamil. Uh, yes. Uh, um, anything else on the Phineas Ferb Candace plot before we jump over to the the Perry and Doof plot? Perry and Doof plot. Uh, so this... even that it's tahani al jamil. Okay, I was like, did right. I mess up her last name? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, her, her, and it's weird. Her character's it, last name is very close to her real life. Yeah, because I was like, did I say her last name or her character's last name? And then yeah, I her, like, oh, her, and it's, her I said character's Tahini, last name Tahani. is her character's last name is Al Jamil, but her yeah. real last name is just Jamil. Yeah, I was just gonna. I meant to say Tahani, and then you mm-hmm. said Tahini. I was like, fuck. I got no Tahin. T A J I N. it's the like like chili lime spice. Maybe that, like some old Mm, yeah nachos mm-hmm. my friend puts old bay on his popcorn yeah it's, it's good yeah anyways if you want to hear more about will talking about cooking yeah i'll, I'll plug that later okay um so the the perry and doof plot is kind of short uh uh doofenshmirtz is uh being uh oh so so he has trapped all the mimes in the tri-state area in invisible boxes with his miminator. Uh, and it's because th- this was another thing I remembered from Phineas and Ferb that I would not have been able to tell you what episode it came from. 
uh, whenever Doofenshmirtz refers to his his posture as mantis-like, <laughs> just the way he's like hunched over. Um, so there, he's like, there was one day I was walking through the park and I thought everyone was looking at me and laughing, and it's because they were because he was being mimicked by a mime. So he he's vowing to get revenge against against all mimes. How do y'all feel about have y'all ever seen a mime in real life? I have not. No, I've seen clowns in real life, not mimes. I don't mm. think so. I haven't either, and I I don't want to. Yes. Yeah, I've also not seen a mime. I don't know if I've seen a clown, but I know uh I was out celebrating with some friends on Wednesday night because one of my friends uh just defended his thesis. Uh so we were we were out. Uh, and one guy was like moving his car uh, from one one side of the street to the other side of the street. Uh, and while he was walking to his car, he apparently saw four clowns. Uh, and I didn't see the Run. clowns, but apparently there were four clowns. Um, but, Send him uh, my best. Clowns are scary as fuck. So Doofenshmirtz, he, he has this miminator. Wait, I think I maybe have seen like mimes and Disneyland, Disney World. Has there ever been hmm. a, like, is there a mime character? No. Oh, I guess so. There are some like some of those like human statue street yeah, performers are kind of mimey. Yeah, I've I, I've seen some of those. I prefer yeah. the memes to the mimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but do you hate them enough that you would trap them all in in invisible boxes? As long as Mister Mime is protected, then. Yes. Mr. Mime is frightening. Navi, break the tie. Uh, Mr. Mime, yeah, he is very scary. Though I will say, <laughs> the um, I don't know if it was the Alolan Ooh. one or the Galar- Galar- they- Galarian Galarian Mr. Mime is is funny. I will, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. He's yeah, got like, like the it- top hat. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Doofenshmirtz also traps Perry in an invisible box at some point. Uh, and the way he gets out is, is through this, this, uh, transporter that Phineas and Ferb made. Um, and then, uh, the way Perry stops Doofenshmirtz is by taking the picture of the Miminator and putting it into the machine. So the Miminator gets transported to them and then Linda hits the self-destruct button on the Miminator. And that's, that's how it blows up and blows up all of Phineas and Ferb's work as well. That's kind of it. Again, Candace was so close. This was, was this the closest Candace has ever been? Uh, other than like her dreams where she actually did bust them? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Definitely I would up say there. so. Yeah. I was rooting for Candace in this moment. I was like, oh, she's so close. Is this because like then at the beginning of the episode, we see that Lawrence doesn't care. So it's like even more justification for Candace. Like mm-hmm. Lawrence knows that they're like doing these shenanigans, but anyways. Um, but if anything, anything the that should like deter her being like, well, I mean, if my parents don't care, then what's the point? True. I think uh, that's it for me for this episode. Any any last yeah. thoughts before we go to a musical break? Uh, just if you are listening, you have thoughts on the the Mexican Jewish cultural festival um like let us know especially if you are mexican and jewish or just both or both i guess yeah um 
but also this episode made me hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy of Candace to not want to go to the Mexican cultural. Festival. I want to go to one. Like, yeah, like uh, the food there would be amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that she got her matzo burrito or whatever. One of the things I did see in the R Reddit besides Death Me is like, oh, this is basically if you live in San Diego, and I was like, <laughs> I'll go there. Uh, yeah. Anyways, William, what are we doing now? Musical break. Musical break. Neglected to talk about there's no candy in me. I just realized. Oh but. yeah, because uh, Linda is like hitting the the pinata, and so Balchit thinks she's trying to hit him, and he's like, "No, please don't. I there's no candy in me." And they do like a little beatbox number. Yeah, um, and then Buford jumps up and says, "There's no candy in the nerd," or the nerd is empty, or something like that. But yeah, that's not what we're talking about at this exact moment. Actually, it is what we're talking about at this exact moment. I don't know what words mean. Um, uh, can I, sorry, just to go back to the last episode. Was his uncle Malik supposed to be a reference to the actor? Uh, that's what it said on on uh, the wiki, yeah. Because, okay. yeah, the, the voice actor who voices Baljeet, his name is Malik. So he says, oh, mm-hmm. I have my, my uncle Malik. And that, that 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 bit was funny too. I forgot to mention that where yeah. where he's like, "Oh, I was I I found my uncle Malik." It's like I was he's just, just on vacation. vacation. Yes. Um. But yeah. So this episode, the summary is basically Candace wants Jeremy to participate in a show, and he doesn't know how to dance. And then Doofenshmirtz creates Love Muffin. That's the short version. But let's get into the mm-hmm. details. Um. So Candace and Stacy are watching their totally favorite TV show called uh, Let's All Dance Until We're Sick. And they're like, Jeremy, I want to show you something possibly important here. Um, and they announced that the show is coming to Danville. And Candace is like, yeah, we are, I already entered us. And Jeremy's like anxious, so he goes to get some air. And the girls think he's excited, but he's actually very, very nervous. He tells Phineas and Ferb, uh, who they don't know what they're going to do yet today. And Jeremy comes outside and Phineas is like, you should watch Ferb. And Ferb does these like, crazy dance moves um and he moonwalks up a tree yes his classic he does that at the end of the episode as well so um and he's like for can teach you and jeremy's like there's no way i can learn that by tonight so phineas is like ferb i know what we're gonna do today and um yeah he unveils the invention the ferb elistic groovatron 9000 which we th- what do we think of the name 
It, it reminds me of uh, like a like a Sierra lyric. Yeah, supersonic, Sonic, hypnotic, hypnotic automatic, funky, fresh. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. If I didn't have a list of pop culture plugs already, that would be my pop mm-hmm. culture plug. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, they it's an exoskeleton basically, so Jeremy can just like wear it as like a back brace, and Ferb is gonna wear the special suit, and then he'll just mimic whatever Ferb's uh, actions are. So. Um, yeah, so you go to the, the, what's it called? The, the, let's dance until you're sick show. Yeah. Um, and Candace is like, Jeremy, we're going to win. And Jeremy's kind of nervous. Um, they go to the dance floor where Nikki stars explains the rules. Who is this a parody of? Cause my thinking was Emma from big brother UK, excuse me, but that's obviously not a reference to her. That was before her time. So Navi. Is this like a like a so you think you could dance like a like a cat dealy, but a British cat dealy, yeah. Um, which I have now worked on. So you think you can dance? And yeah, I can tell you after my feelings on so you think you can dance. Um, Ooh, is, is yeah. cat dealy not already British? I didn't know she was British. I've never seen the show, and I have not met her. Mm. Yeah. Um. It's not really like gossip about the show itself. It's about like specific individuals, but mm-hmm. not not like talent, like behind the scenes people. Um, not not uh, Matthew Morrison. No, I really want to meet Mr. <laughs> Shu and ask him about if he thinks Mr. Shu should be in jail. I want to know his opinions. Uh, and then uh, Megan, uh, Maggie Bass, who we also have to get on this podcast at some point. Yes, he was like, "Can you can you uh, ask Jojo Siwa to like talk and film it?" Like, hey everybody, my name is Jojo Siwa. I don't do a good Jojo Siwa impression, but there was someone on TikTok that does a great Jojo Siwa impression. Mm-hmm. Well, do you do any Jojo Siwa impressions? I I'm not gonna try. I don't I think, think I, I could like get it down if I listened to her more, but uh yeah. I in order to uh I think all of my best voices I have to start practicing them whenever I've been studying for a while. Studying their voices or studying your math? uh option studying, three uh, studying at the club <laughs> yeah ah, ah, ah yes how could i forget one of our most iconic references um happy i was doing a pretty good mickey mouse voice the other day oh hey everybody <laughs> the 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 I, i'm not going to tell the whole joke but the joke about uh mickey and minnie in in uh marriage counseling Oh, my friend has a spec script that is very chaotic that I will share with you afterwards. It's like Kingdom Keepers or like Mickey Mouse was like an abusive husband. Weird. Yeah, I'll tell you off. It's like a wild script. Um, So me just spilling all this tea here. Yeah. Uh, and then Phineas and Ferb are backstage and they're ready to help Jeremy. Um, so while we're here, should we do the Doof and Schmertz plot interspliced with this one? Because I feel like it's kind of connected, but it's also like very sure. separate. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I need help making this decision. What do y'all think? Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it now. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. Turn it back now, y'all. 
Um, so uh, Perry the Platypus receives his briefing from Major Monogram because Duke Schwartz has been buying the entire tri-state area supply of potatoes, bacon, and chopped green onions, a recipe for evil, literally. So he leaves the headquarters to investigate, and Perry flies to Duke Schwartz Evil Incorporated, and is taken in by a large robotic arm, and we see our himbo norm. Himbo norm. Himbot. Himbot. When was the last time we saw Norm? Was it that episode with Nicole? Uh, was maybe. Norm, no, Norm was in the episode that we did with Chappelle, the Dufania. Mm-hmm. It's been a while for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nicole loves the Himbot Norm, but uh, he is captured on a platform and uh, he discovers that Doof and, Sh- Doof and Norm, I almost said Doof and Schmertz, uh, like two different people. Doof and Norm are preparing a potluck picnic and press conference because Doof is upset. Doof is also upset that the recipe, which Norm says, well, next time you can do all the cooking and I'll come up with the evil plans that ultimately fail. He dragged Doof in that moment, but um, Doof said, you're cutting me deep. Um, And he decides to leave Perry trapped on a platform to meet his doom. But uh, Perry is like able to slide out of the shackles because they were not uh, built for scale or like to trap him, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so then they go to the potluck, uh, Doof, Finchmerz, and Norm. Um, Doof tells everyone to be patient because he has gathered the all the villains locally. Um, and uh, he explains Love Muffin, but Rodney, as Doof calls him, um or as his government name is aloisi everhart elizabeth otto wolfgang hypatia gunther galen gary cooper von rodenstein uh becomes his nemesis in this uh meeting and doof just tells him that uh he's here to reveal the existence of the league of villainous evildoers maniacally united for frightening investments in naughtiness uh which dr blood pudding asks you want us to be called love muffin which Will referenced earlier. Yeah. Yeah. How Love Muffin was born. I feel like all these cartoons had like this like meetup of the Rose guy, which is obviously like the common from like the superheroes. But like I remember mm-hmm. Jimmy Neutron did it, Danny Phantom did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all these like villains. Um, is this our introduction to Dr. Rodney or? Um, I think he's had cameos before I, I saw. So yeah, like he's he's like been in episodes, but he hasn't talked. He's so fugly. Can I just be honest? Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why he's evil. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he's in the Marvel one, but I'm not positive. Uh, oh, he had a cameo in the Bully Code, but Nerdy Dancing is his first um, mm-hmm. like thing, and we learned that he's a ballerina, a trained ballerina. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, no one is there for the press conference, which is frustrating. Um, so Dr. Diminutive tells them that they're all covering the Let's All Dance Until We're Sick contest. And Doof is like, well, if they won't come for us, we'll go to them. And they all leave to the dance show just as Perry arrives and he follows them. So the, the evil scientists barge in on the contest to try to get the press attention to no avail. They're all dancing. Um, they, they have to start dancing. Um, 
So Doof and Rodney are like, okay, we got to do the best dances, but I'm the better dancer. No, I'm the better dancer. It kind of happens. Um, so they all start dancing and trying to speak to the camera, but the camera keeps shutting off. Uh, Perry gets there and is told by Major Monogram that he has to stop them all. Um, so their message won't go out. And so they won't ruin what has become his and Carl's favorite show. Um, what is your go-to dance move while I take a sip of water? Uh, you ever see uh, Impractical Jokers when Sal's doing the double dutch? Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's one of my go-to moves, the double dutch. Navi, is yours called the reading the book where you just stand there and like, boom, boom? Yeah, basically. I- I'm not a dancer per se. I'll sometimes attempt to do the robot, but I'm not robotic enough to do the robot, so it ends up failing. Uh, but that's the extent of my uh, dancing expertise. You gotta call in the Eggman to become more Robotnik. You see what I did there? <laughs> Has anyone else seen Sonic 2 yet? I have not. I know Sam did. Sam, DM me. I have thoughts. And I'll get back um, to you. <laughs> is uh, Dr. Stone back? And is like the bromance still on? That's all I want to know. Dr. Stone's the guy who went and... Like, or Agent Stone. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's back. Okay, good. That was my favorite part of the movie. Was there uh their relationship? He runs a coffee mean. He runs Aww. a coffee mean until because it's mean coffee. Um, yeah. Uh, loved Knuckles and love Natasha Rothwell. Like, but also I had fun. Mm. Uh, yeah, we Natasha, got a genre- Natasha Rothwell is great. The queen. Uh, and then uh, we also got a John Ralphio cameo because obviously Ben Schwartz was the Sonic, and in the first like ten minutes, he's like, "This is the worst," mm-hmm. and I was like. Shout out my guy, John Ralphio. Uh, speaking of John Ralphio, Navi, I finished the after party. We got to discuss later. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, where were we? Oh, Jeremy and Candace. These two lovebirds. They're singing. They're dancing. They're doing well. Uh, wh- this, also, this also gave me a Silver Linings Playbook vibes um, for anyone mm-hmm. who's seen that movie. Uh, so anyways, contestants start getting eliminated, until, including Rodney and Dr. Duke multiple times. Candace is like, we got to kick it up a notch. So Jeremy looks over at Ferb, who gives him a thumbs up, which Jeremy does not reciprocate despite it being Ferb's gesture. So loophole. Anyways. Well, I'm, I'm guessing he hasn't turned the suit on yet. Oh. Because like Ferb's got to walk over there and then walk back. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You threw off my groove, Will. Um, but not so. Jeremy's groove. That's nope. just getting turned on. But Jeremy is doing well with the solo moves. And then also when he gets partnered with Candace, and I was like, okay, come on, Ferb. Um, so Doof is dancing not far from them, attempting talking to the camera, but he and Ronnie continue getting eliminated and uh, pushing dancers out of the way to take their places. Uh, but time and time again, they get like eliminated despite all their abuse on the dancers. Uh, Perry also helps the judges by semi-violently. <laughs> I love that description. Eliminating the other scientists' concerts. There's there's one moment that it's like the guy's doing the whoop whoop, and then the mm-hmm. thing falls. He um, drops a whole disco ball on yeah. on Doofenshmirtz and and Rodney. Yeah. Shout out Lawrence uh, Walker from Insecure with the whoop whoop. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So then. Uh, Stacy is in the audience. She's cheering for Jeremy and Candace. She throws a bouquet out to them, and a bee flies out of it, heads backstage, circling fur as he swats at it. And Jeremy has to do it uh, because he does the, the swatting move that Ferb does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing, 
and that's going to be my new dance move at the club um and they all love the dance move and because doof and rodney are knocking out dancers and perry is eliminating the scientists the judges also have only a couple left so jeremy is the only one left on stage and ferb hasn't finished off with an impressive dance move ending with a split um question if ferb had done a backflip in that moment and it was connected to jeremy would jeremy Mm. jeremy would have done the backflip despite them having different body weights I would guess probably uh, just because that, that uh, uh, exoskeleton is probably pretty strong. That's I mean, true. if it's already moving Jeremy around, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'd guess probably. Probably. Anyways, Kat Dealey, AKA Nikki stars is so impressed by Jeremy's moves that she invites him to dance on the show every week. How, Candace is like, oh my God, Jeremy, you got to do it. So we'll be dancing stars. And Jeremy's like, honestly, it wasn't me. Like Shaggy, it was Ferb. Mm-hmm. Um, he it's the, reveals the exoskeleton. And they all gasp. And Jeremy pulls the curtains back. And it's Ferb who declares his work is done. Dances up a pole and goes up the moonwalk and gets a perfect 10-10-10 from the judges. Uh, and Jeremy apologizes to Candace. And Candace says that she doesn't mind if Jeremy can't dance. She just wanted to have fun and dance until they were sick. And Jeremy admits he is feeling a little dizzy. And Candace tells him, oh, let's go. Let's leave the studio. And they re- reaffirm their attraction to each other. Mm-hmm. Finally, the scientists are all seen in the intensive care unit after Perry's mission is successful. And Doof says they should have called it, let's all dance until we're in intensive care. Boom. And then at the end, Fred does a little dancing in the credits. Yeah. And that's that's it. Um, What's that? So I have some background information on this episode, thanks to the Phineas and Ferb wiki. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love Muffin was heard on the Radio Disney premiere of the soundtrack. So that's fun. Um, Also, there's a Dan Pavenmeyer cartoon lookalike as the cameraman. Um, I didn't notice. I'll have to go back and rewatch. It's the guy who sheds a tear when they all get, when Ferb gets tens. Huh. Um, and yeah so also I found out trivia from the last episode in Latin America instead of the Mexican Jewish cultural fair it's called the Mexican Israeli cultural fair but that's mm. that's what we got for these two episodes any final thoughts on this Dancing Feet that's a good song Dancing Feet by Kaigo and Dance DNC mm. yeah it was good I, I, I enjoyed it yeah, I think this is a, a a pretty good Candace episode too. Yeah, uh, I would say like I was kind of bored at times. Like I was like hoping the doof plot would pick it up, but Rodney was getting on my nerves. But like overall, like with a little bit of time separating me in the episode, I'm like, oh no, this was a fun episode. In the moment, when I was kind of like, yeah, I was I was enjoying my mac and cheese more than paying attention to the episode. Mm-hmm. It was no Bill Davis mac and cheese, but it sufficed. Anyways, are we good for a musical break? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Oh, it's starting. No 
Pinata. 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 And we are back. So what's up in the feedback? All right. Oh, so I was gonna. I was supposed to test out my my new return. It was supposed to be. And we are feedback. Anyway. There you go. You're Not editing. Me. You've you've yeah. said it once. Ugh. Anyways, Navi, what's new with you in the feedback section? Yeah, so first off, uh, just to like refresh people because it's been a hot minute. If you want to send in feedback, you can either tweet us at what you do in pod or email us at what you do in pod at gmail.com. Uh, as for our feedback here, we got our regular here, Giovanni. Um, and the one email that he sent, it was basically asking, uh, you know, who's the best dancer out of the three? And I think we kind of touched on this earlier. I'm usually the worst dancer. Um, and then between me and Will? Yeah. Will, what do you think? Um, I, it, it depends on how much I've been studying. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. I th- yeah, I think I'll, I'll claim it. Uh, it would be uh, unkind to my people if I said I wasn't a good dancer. I have very good rhythm. I will say that. Um, tone deaf, yes. Good rhythm, though. I got that. So, I don't know. There doesn't need to be a best. We can all equally be good at dancing in different ways. Navi is good at the book dancing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Book dancing? Turning the pages, isn't that kind of like dancing? Yeah. I'm going to say no, but... Uh, Navi is know. the book expert. Uh, well, I've never danced with the book before, so I couldn't tell you. Okay, well, we should bring up the fact that uh, DJ Matt Bennett from Victoria. So uh, for years, yeah. my dream has been to open up a club that plays like Disney throwback music. And mm-hmm. DJ Matt Bennett from Victoria has not only stole my idea, I want some payment because there is Twitter evidence that I've been tweeting about it for years. Uh, but yeah, but he's also only doing it on the East Coast, which what the fuck? If you want to use my idea, you have to at least invite me to it in Los Angeles. So, but that is, uh, that is where you'll see me go hard at that club event. Cool. Anyways, Navi, continue. Uh, I think that was the, all the feedback we had for this week. So why don't we move on to our segments here? Uh, so first off, uh, do, do these songs make the playlist? Uh, why don't we start off with uh, everyone's faves, uh, or at least mine and Felipe's fave. Uh, I have no candy in me. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It, may, it definitely I, makes a playlist for me. Yeah, I don't know what what uh, context I would listen to it in, but uh, uh, I thought it was fun. A kid's birthday party where they're swinging at a pinata. Oh my god! Did I bring this up last time? The the TikTok or the Twitter video I saw the little girl um, dressed as Selena and the pinata was of Yolanda. No. Selena was on top, or, or Selena was an inspiration on Top Chef last week. Uh, Selena's sister bum? was on Top Chef. Uh, they they had a challenge where they were honoring uh, iconic Texas? Texas women. It's in Houston this season. Uh, yeah, we love we love Selena. Yeah. Check out Felipe's things on your bingo card. Um, Okay, so for me personally, there is no candy in me is number two. Obviously, nothing can beat my Juarez friend. Um, and 
I, I think it beats out your little baby because you know uh i just am a fan of the meme songs i guess mm-hmm. uh moving on to the mexican jewish uh cultural festival what do we think about that one i i thought the song bit of it hit for me i it was, I, I really it was a fun it. song that said it could be uh knocked down a few points for cultural appropriation at times but uh let's wait for someone from the jewish perspective or the mexican perspective or both writes in to like fully give our feedback on it but i enjoyed it yeah and now i want nachos all right what about let's all dance until we're sick that one's a pass for me yeah. i cannot tell you i, I did not I, remember I, it was it was the the theme song to the tv show no i know i know what okay. i just don't remember the song itself like mm. Yeah. There's also a, the evil hand wrap. A lot of wrapping this episode. Again, I don't remember it. Um, yeah, so I think that's about it for the songs. Um, in terms of uh, the pass-fail grade for Doofenshmirtz, um, do his inventions make the the cut for uh, Dr. Havarti, Dr. Havarlik? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, uh, what do we think about, um, I, would the, just the reveal of the, uh, love muffin or whatever be considered, uh, I guess the part of the, the yes. inventions maybe? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the, the, like fact that he put together the group is impressive, but the rollout of it and their whole plan was, was, uh, not, it, it flopped. It was a flop. Yes, this does not. This does not impress his professor. What did you think, Felipe? Honestly, it's a PowerPoint presentation, basically. So maybe <laughs> it does. Maybe that was the assignment for the week. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. That's just my. Like, I don't think she cares that much. She's just doing it. If she does, if it does impress her, it's only for the grade. All right. What about the miminator? I think this this hits exactly that that level of petty and impressive that I think this this one is a yes from me. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. You must impress my professor. Okay. So moving on to Phineas and Ferb's antics and whether they are better than reading. Uh, how does uh, transporting any object um, around the world to their backyard as long as they have a picture of it? Uh, is that better than reading for you? I think the the transportation is better than reading, but the fact that they use it on like skateboard stunts, I'm out on. I want this machine badly. That's all I'll say. See, I would, but the thing is, I don't take enough pictures of well, like, my belongings. You could get a Three lot of good shots. <laughs> you could get a lot of good food that way. Yep. Also, uh, Navi, if you're ever needing a book from the library, you can just like download the PDF of the cover art, put it in the thing, and then I'll bring you the book. And huh. uh, yeah, like there's a lot of ways to make loopholes with this thing, so that's why I want it. Also, I could take a picture of Will. And put it here and he could be hanging out with me and then he could go home at the end of the day so it's like if i'm ever bored and i want to hang out with a friend and they're busy not busy and they're they want to hang out with me instead of getting on zoom we can hang out in person yeah 
You probably got to get their consent to be teleported. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I am not Wanda. I will ask for consent. Mm -hmm. And what do we think about the verbal, verbalistic Groovatron nine thousand? I think the I think the machine itself was cool. Uh, Being in the dance contest is kind of math for me, but I I think the machine itself was very cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, would you still feel all the soreness afterwards? Like, if, if it was, like, used for running, if Fred was like, I want to run a marathon and you can run with me, would you feel the soreness? I think, not, I, think your it's not your, I think it's not your muscles doing the work is the thing. But it's still, like, I don't think it's attached to your feet. Unless, like it's Right, yeah, like, your feet would be sore from contacting the ground so much, but it's not, like, my leg muscles causing me to run. But you're still running. Yeah, so yeah, my my feet would be sore, but my legs would not be as sore. Mm. Like I it it's like the difference between me moving and someone moving me. I'm okay. not doing the work. As long as there's consent. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we move on to our episode rankings here? And just to refresh you all on the tiers here. So the Candace tiers are Queen of Mars, which is best of the best episodes. Yummy, 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 which are above average episodes. Okay, which are like okay or average episodes. Satellite Fell to Earth, which is your below average episodes. And then um, uh, Busted are the worst, most terrible or boring episodes of the show. So why don't we start off with picture this? Uh, Who wants to take this one first? I put this one in yummy, yummy, yummy. Second from the top tier. I think this was a really fun episode. I like the the cultural festival scenes. I like there's no candy in me. I like the Mime and Hater. Uh, this is this is a solid episode. Mm-hmm. Felipe, what about you? Where do you have this episode? I am also gonna put it in uh, yummy, yummy, yummy. That's where I feel like I'm landing today. Um, yeah, I I think the machine was really cool. I thought. You know, Candy Amy was a bop. I thought Candace was on her A game in terms of her episodes. Like she's trying to bust them, but she's not like being annoying about it. She's like, and there was like even some funny moments like where Candace, like the, <gasps> at like, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember how to describe it, but like when she like gets excited and mm-hmm. someone says like, hey, have a burrito, I think is that it's that exact moment. But, like hyperventilating yeah. or something. Yeah, but it's like in a funny way. So, mm-hmm. and it's like even funny as a gif if you like froze it and like took one so mm-hmm. yeah picture this yeah so i also put picture this in yummy 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 uh i agree with you both this is a really good episode of the show i think both plots were pretty compelling i was not necessarily bored by either so i think that's good uh why don't we move on to nerdy dancing uh will i see you've already put your ranking for this one so why don't you start us off on it yeah i have this as an okay episode okay um it's 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 decent it like it's fun i like seeing love muffin for the first time it's a not quite as exciting as the last one a little bit boring at times uh but it was it was okay Mm-hmm. And Felipe, what about you? I know you had some conflicting yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I'm still a little conflicted. Like right now, I feel like I want to put it in okay because I feel like our conversation elevated it um, to me. Like when I finished the episode yesterday, I was like willing, I was ready to put it in satellite, fell to earth. But like right now I'm leaning towards okay. I will say like, 
I, there were parts of the first half of the plot where I was like, okay, just get to the doof plot. And then the doof plot wasn't as enthralling as I wanted it to be. But there were mm-hmm. some funny jokes. Maybe I'll hear what Navi thinks and I'm like not committed fully to saying okay until I hear what she thinks. But I, I'm very much like feeling okay at this moment about the episode. Yeah, so I I actually really like this episode. I like that it was uh, Jeremy focused for one. Uh, and it was I Jeremy's like insecurities about the relationship. Yeah, not Candace's, which I thought was a very interesting subversion of the trope. I like that Candace was like very chill this episode. We don't get enough chill Candace, in my opinion. And I find that chill Candace is like a, a, a very uh, personable, like fun character. So seeing her in this light is always a treat for me um there were some really good jokes in this episode too from the love muffin crew um i remember specifically like the end part there where uh uh, the icu joke i thought was really funny i laughed out loud at that um i think i'm gonna put it in yummy 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 okay hearing navi's take makes me feel more solid with my decision to bump it up to okay. okay so yeah yeah i'm glad navi really enjoyed this episode she hasn't enjoyed an episode like that we <laughs> more down on in like a minute like she she's usually like kind of the simon of the group i feel like i'm the paula and will is the randy <laughs> even though I think will do you agree yeah. with that assessment um i don't know well uh, uh felipe has the most episodes that he has put in satellite i also have the most episode at the top though uh or no will does now i, I had it yeah. for a while okay maybe i'm the simon but i also feel like i have paula energy well, we only have two episodes in Queen of Mars, and I have Navi's the only. Yeah, Navi's the only one of us to have an episode of Busted. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am the Simon. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna wear a V-neck next week? Uh, yes, I'll make sure to wear one, especially yeah. for this podcast. Okay, so let's move on to the Who Won the Episode, aka our MVP award. So why don't we start off with Picture This? Uh, do any of you fellas know who you're gonna give this to? This one I had like three people in contention. Mm-hmm. So I need to actually decide who the fuck I'm giving it to. All right. Um, Will, do you have an idea yet? Um, yeah, I'm also still kind of deciding. So so I'm thinking it could be uh, uh, Lawrence for helping them find the skateboard. It could be if Felipe seems... Uh, uh, I was like, Lawrence? By that. Huh? He was barely in the episode. Uh, it could be um, Vivian Garcia Shapiro. That's a good uh, shout for for uh, inviting them all to the Mexican Jewish Cultural Festival. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it to Vivian. Love we that. I could have also given it to Candace for being close, uh, and could have given it to Perry for for his uh, work. But I, I think I'm gonna give it to Vivian Garcia Shapiro. Okay, what about you, Felipe? Have you decided? So my three people that I had on the list, Belgi, because he was, he had a lot, he had, I think the most laughs per episode for me mm-hmm. um, with his uh, uncle Malik uh, being on vacation with the no candy in me, with him running around saying there is no candy in me. Um, Buford, I had on my list because he had a teddy bear and he loves his teddy bear. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, and then Candace also. So I'm between Belgi and Candace at the end of the day. Um, I just like guess I have to give it to Belgique because he had me laughing the most mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it to Belgique here. Um, but yeah, Candace so- is very close to getting my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I was 
like by the time the episode ended, I knew immediately who I was going to give it to, and it was Belchi, just for the, both the uh, candy and me, and the uh, him uh, bringing his uncle um, from his vacation. I thought it was a really fun moment for him. All right, so what about Nerdy Dancing? Do you guys have any? I idea have a solid for- one already. If mm-hmm. you want, all right, let us know what is it. Uh, Candace, 100%. She was calm. She didn't care about winning. Like, I mean, Candace, like, always has, like, the interior motivation of, like, oh, she would love to be more famous. But, like, she wasn't as, like, pressed about that in this episode. She's like, Jeremy, I just wanted to dance with you. I didn't care about, like, how we did on the show, and I didn't need you to impress me. She was very calm and mellow, and it's, like, I like the side of Candace, and I like, I like, I I almost give Candace the double win, but Balji just had me rolling so much that I felt I had to give it to him, but like Candace had a great half hour today. Mm-hmm. What about you, Will? Mm-hmm. I'm between. Uh, so I almost want to say Jeremy because he recruited the boys to help him uh, whenever he really wanted to make Candace happy. Um, you could also argue Ferb for being such a good dancer and actually winning the contest himself. Uh, you could even argue Perry the Platypus for stopping Love Muffin. Uh, I think I'm going to give it to Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Boo. Solid choice. Uh, I will say when Norm popped up on the screen, I was like, oh, there's no way Norm doesn't get my MVP in this episode. And then he hasn't. He and there you have it. The... Norm is not on the board. That's just like, yeah. Oh, did we see? Uh, I saw one of the SIMP guys in the background of the dance episode. I didn't notice. I don't remember which one, but yeah. Navi, who gets your MVP? Uh, yeah, so Ferb gets my MVP award uh, for his uh, funky fresh moves, I guess. Uh, really fun episode for him. He's I really like the animation. Of- yeah, yeah I, I just really like the animation for his dance moves. Uh, that's the main reason why he gets my point uh, for this week. Yeah. All yeah. right, and I think that wraps up our segments here. Yeah, Doofenshmirtz still still in the lead with 14 points. Candace is is getting closer though with eight. Uh, Ferb has jumped up into a tie for third place with six points with Stacy. Uh, Perry, Isabella, and Irving all have five points. Uh, Baljita's jumped up a couple spots uh, with four points, now tying Carl and Vanessa. Uh, Jeremy has bumped up to be tied with Planty the Potted Plant with three points. <laughs> And and Vivian Garcia Shapiro is is joining the ranks with uh, Jenny Elizabeth Meep Phineas the star no star mole Marty the rabbit boy Mishti Jerry the platypus the alligator Linda and Lawrence all with two points. Uh, it's anyone's it's anyone's race here. There's still several episodes left in season two. Yeah, I thought Candace was gonna get to the double digits today, but I was proved wrong by your picks with Jeremy and Ferb. Yeah. But yeah. So, any final thoughts on Phineas and Ferb, or will you want to tell us what's coming up next? Okay, week? Next, next time is uh, I was a middle-aged robot, and suddenly Susie, one of our favorite characters, coming back. We might have to reach out to Naomi for a voice memo on <laughs> Susie. Um, is that is this like a Little Shop of Horrors parody? Maybe. Suddenly, I don't remember either of these episodes, so we'll. we'll find it's out. My, if it feels like we'll, uh, it might be one of those episodes that we don't remember by title alone, but then when we watch, but mm-hmm. how, how, would it be, 
how insane would it be if we ended up all of us giving a point to Susie next week for the MVP? Oh, no. That would be nuts. I feel like Navi might do it. She's like planting the seeds that she's, so we have a week to prepare. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, should we get some plugs? Oh, do we have a guest for next week or is not, uh, not lined up? Okay. Um, Navi, do you want to start with the plugs or should we go to Will first? Uh, you can go to Will first. William. Uh, so you can you can follow me anywhere on social media at Davis comma Will. Um, everyone and their brother is is starting to work on coming back from Yadis. Uh, Robert and TJ have both been moving recently, but but we've got we've got some things in the works. I uh, still need the ampies. Donuts. Yeah. Those. Yeah. We we definitely will. Um, I. Was recorded a podcast I was a guest on today, the Quickfire Queens, the Silent Podcast Network's coverage of Top Chef with uh, Naomi Calhoun and Nicole Horn, former guests of this show, and also uh, Gia Worthy. I had a very fun. Uh, it was it was great talking about this episode of Top Chef. Uh, they had a Jurassic Park theme challenge. Uh, uh, it was y'all remember in. Uh... Parks and Rec, uh, the the restaurant, the dinosaur restaurant, I forget what it's called, but mm. it's when you said that, I was like, I wonder if they had to, it was like a rainforest cafe, but dinosaur mm. mm-hmm. Um, Jurassic, the Jurassic World area of Universal in LA has some good food. I will say that. Mm. Yeah, um, so so go check that out when it comes out on on the Silent Podcast Network. Um, pop culture plug wise, I have two. One of them is a song. Uh, my favorite musical artist Carly Rae Jepsen is about to come out with a new song called Western Wind so go pre-save that song uh it, it seems like like she is entering her folklore era so to speak yes um I'm ex- so I'm I'm very excited for that uh and also last week I saw a very cool movie called Everything Everywhere All at I've Once seen that movie so good. it was so good I've I've seen a lot of people describe it as the best ever multiverse movie. You mean Instagram? Uh, and I and I don't think that is an exaggeration. Uh, it's really good. It's, you mean it's Instagram pr- describes it as that because that's uh, there you go. all the ads I get. Yeah, uh, um, but it's 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 made. It, it's an A twenty four movie. It's made by uh, the Daniels brothers who made Swiss Army Man. Uh, it's starring Michelle Yeoh. And uh, Kihi Kwan, who is is the guy from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, <laughs> he's like a child star who came back from acting, back into acting to do this movie. Um, Stephanie Zhu. Stephanie Zhu from Miss Maisel is on there. Uh, it's great. It's it, I I don't want to spoil too much about the movie, uh, but it's it's really it's it's weird as hell. It is weird <laughs> as hell, but it was it was very fun. I really enjoyed it. Navi, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cause I'm Navi. Uh, for my Naruto minute, I think I mentioned this earlier. I finished the Pain Invasion arc. I have thoughts on it, but uh, I don't want to carry on too long for the both of you since you have no mm-hmm. idea what I'm going to be talking about anyway. And now we're back to more filler episodes because uh, the the show just catches up to the source material really quick, I guess. Um, so I took a break from Naruto and started watching or re-watching My Hero Academia, which has been fun. As for my pop culture plug, uh, Severance wrapped up earlier this month. Such a great show on Apple TV+. Plus. If you have 
a subscription. Uh, definitely check it out. I think it's the best show on there. Granted, I've only watched like three shows on there, but still a uh, really great show. Um, ben Stiller directs it, which like you would not expect Ben Stiller to direct a show like this. Uh, but it, it's really good. Really well done. Highly recommend. It's scary. Um, it's more like a, like a psychological, like sci-fi thriller. It's okay. not like, like horror, horrifying or like maybe it is, but it's more like in a psychological Will it give me nightmares? Way. Um, no, but I, I, I'm admittedly not a great gauge on that. Like I can watch anything and be fine, but I know a lot more people are more sensitive to that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you, you, your mileage may vary. Yeah. Um, Anything else, Navi? Um, that's all. Okay, you can follow me on social media at what the fleep. Uh, if I tweet, like it will be sparingly in the next couple weeks. I'm just chilling, enjoying pop culture on the side uh, these days. Uh, also, Brazil Dragon Pod and Dragon Babies with a Z are also homes you can follow for the content. Let's start with the Dragon Babies feed. Uh, J and AJ are uh chugging along with pretty little liars they uh recorded season one episode 10 with sarah ferguson which will drop uh which should be in your feeds by now um and then season one episode 11 is coming up after that and then also alec hester and his brother lucas are doing the gravity brothers podcast the gravity calls rewatch pod spoiler free feel free to check it out over on the brazilian dragon right now we're focusing on uh total drama island with my pal Autumn. Uh, I watched the first of the two episodes that we're gonna cover earlier today and I have to watch the second one. Um, and yeah, we're a little bit deep into that, like still at the early stages. So definitely can catch up if you're planning to watch along. Um, and that's, we also have a separate feed. We wanna be famous. If you could five-star that, help us out. Five-star on Apple Podcasts, all your favorite podcasts that we're involved in. Um, and leave a review, tell your friends. Um, and then in a couple of weeks, episode 100 is coming up on the Brazilian Dragon, uh, which I am stressed about, but we'll figure it out. Um, and then in terms of pop culture plugs, uh, okay, so I have so many. First off, I got to go to the Paley Festival for both This Is Us and Better Call Saul. The This Is Us episode has aired already. The Better Call Saul episode has aired by the time you're hearing this, so I will be talk freely about it, but those are so much fun. Uh, if you were a fan of those two shows, maybe watch it on YouTube. Uh, Promised Land, go check it out on Hulu. That's my consistent plug. Uh, I've been watching uh, Insecure. Um, halfway through season three. I watched mm-hmm. the iCarly reboot this week, uh, which uh, like the entire season. Where she one. gets a tattoo. Yes, you watched. Oh yeah. I didn't know you were like watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Harper fan. Uh, Millicent also a queen uh although uh yeah she's a little she's a little deceitful um and then also uh minx is a show that i watched that sarah carrying and i might work on something together to do mm. uh and then lastly uh if you're looking for a new podcast and you like the brazilian dragon i'm gonna recommend the disney channel unoriginal podcast d cup uh they are doing their rewatch series stylistically different than i have been but they have good banter and I really enjoy them. And yeah, I'll just plug them because I enjoy their podcast. So that's what I've been listening to lately with a lot of pop culture happy hour also. 
um, the back catalog. Uh, and also I will second Will's nomination and Navi's to go see everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that was a lot of plugs from all of us today. Yeah, so next, next time I was a middle-aged robot and suddenly Susie. Uh, so until next time, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. There is no candy in me. There is no candy in me. I am just a little boy. There is no candy in me. Your mother is blindfolded so she cannot see. She attacked me with a bag. There is no candy in me. Nerdy no pinata. What you're doing today I know, you know What you're doing Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb Candace gonna bust you if you